Feel like the everyday chaos is getting to be too much? Head on over to winninggym.com slash BAP and we can help you there. Join our eight-week ProFit Business Accelerator program for quick wins for your gym. Check it out. You deserve it. Now back to the show. Listening to the Built to Grow podcast, delivering the knowledge in all things fitness business. We help gym owners win. Here are your hosts, Tim Lyons and Randy Angston. All right, welcome back on a special growth summit episode. We are shooting this in Scottsdale, but we are physically in Nashville, Tennessee. Big, big, big day. It starts tonight. And uh, guys, if you want to follow along on the socials, uh, we're going to ha- use a hashtag, hashtag Growth Summit 2022. Uh, we're going to put that up in the, uh, you know, like in the beginning. And as people take photos and they post it, Growth Summit 2022. So if you want to follow that hashtag, follow along. If you're not here, there, <laughs> in person, <laughs> uh, you know. Join in on the festivities. Yeah, yeah. No FOMO for you. You can stay, you know, stay as close mm-hmm. to the uh, event as possible without having to be there. But uh, next year, you better. Yep. You're going to want to be. Yeah, you're damn right. <laughs> you're damn right. And we are recording the event. So we will uh, shoot out an email if you want to buy those recordings. Uh, we'll have those probably. Nick, what, what do you think? A couple weeks? Yeah. Two weeks. He said it. You mm-hmm. heard it here yeah. first, folks. <laughs> Uh, we'll have those episodes or those uh, those speaker presentations out in a couple weeks. We'll shoot an email out after uh, we're back and settled back in from Tennessee. All right, this episode, y'all, this one is about protecting your tribe and, and firing clients that don't fit your mold. So, uh, you know, over the last twelve years, I think this has happened uh, here at least four, maybe five times, where you get this this client that's just not a good fit for whatever reason they maybe they have special requirements or they're just a pain to work with or the worst thing and the reason why we fired the most clients is they're just they're a cancer of the tribe right they're they're a bad fit for the culture they they complain a lot they're they're always trying to shoot things down that we're bringing up like new things in the gym and they're just not a team player. They're not bought into the culture. Mm-hmm. And so I can think of this, the last, the very last time it might've been a year and a half, two years now. Um, it had gone on too long. I didn't hear about it right away, but I started hearing about this, this particular client that was just tough to work with. Mm-hmm. I mean, I won't leave it at that, but I'll just say like, always complaining, um, always trying to get the, the group riled up and trying to get this, this group buy-in of, of like, Hey, you know, creating change or, well, just, Hey, this, this needs to change or I don't like that. You know, and trying to get everybody to buy in there's, they're they're like the ringleader of the the group and they're, and they truly are a cancer. And so enough, you know, it came to a head and enough was enough. And so I came in one morning when she was supposed to be coming in and I met her right at the front door. And I said, uh, Mrs. Johnson, I just want to let you know I've canceled your membership. Not Mrs. Johnson. Yeah, Mrs. We love Mrs. Johnson. She's always been our client. Yeah, Yeah, there's several Mrs. Mrs. Johnson. (laughs) This this just happened to be Mrs. Johnson, and uh, you know I've canceled your membership, and um, you know I've gone ahead and refunded you for the month. Um, You're just not a good fit here anymore. I wish you the best, and uh, let me know if you need anything. And it was argument 
you know, like it was like the bell when when the boxing oh, match yeah. goes ding 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 yeah and so she was firing all kinds of shots at me and i just kept my cool i mean i knew i knew it was going to go in this direction and basically you know she was a high paying client four or five hundred dollars a month yeah and it's not typically the high paying clients that are the issue but this particular one was and um you know, I want to do my training. I scheduled it. I drove over here to be here today. This is my, you, know, you better believe if I let her go out there and train, it would have been all hell. Oh, she, she would take. I said, uh, Mrs. Johnson, I'm going to go ahead and refund you for your gas as well. So don't, you don't have to worry about that. And, and, and if I can buy an hour of your time, I'd, I'd like to do that as well, just to make sure you were whole again. Did not like it. Of course, she never asked for the gas money, but I offered it, you know, like, hey, you're complaining about, I drove over here, I took time out of my day, I want to train, you know, again, um, why, why would I do that? Well, I mean, at the end of the day, it was a horrible culture fit. And everybody listening right now, you've got one or maybe two of these clients floating around in your gym. You may not know it yet, but it's that little chatter, the yep. gossip, it's, it's the... <clears throat> It's the negative Nancy in the group. Everything, something's always the matter. And, you know, as much as we want to help people and run a great business, sometimes you got to fire the client. Well, there you go. <clears throat> sometimes you have to fire the client. The hard part here is, is you have to protect and you have an obligation to all of your clients. And if you're catering to this one person's need and you're allowing them to negatively influence the workouts from everybody else in that room, now you've gone, you've, you've literally hurt your you know that entire sessions clientele because you've allowed one person to have that mm -hmm. negative mindset that you know negative um demeanor that they're they're like the energy suckers we yeah. all we've all experienced them and mm -hmm. um yes i am the biggest fan of of you know cutting that out as fast as possible in the yeah. situation right once you hear about it it's not going to get better once you um, hear about it it's been going on for a month or two months or even yeah. longer and you, you're already digging yourself out of a hole. So as soon as you hear it, you have to take action and it's, and it's not fun. No, no, I mean, to have those conversations and, and do that. I mean, and listen guys, this could be a client, but this could also be a coach. So you, could have, you, you could have yeah. a bad coach, a bad fit. Um, you know, you, you always hear hire slow, fire fast. Mm -hmm. Like you gotta jump in and just take it. And a lot of times we, as gym owners, you know, if you fire that coach, Guess what? You're you you've got to cover all the shifts and it's like paying overtime and you gotta find somebody and train them and all the pressure's on. But honestly, there hasn't been a time where a coach has left or we've let a coach go that we didn't come out better. Correct. Every single time we came out better. We found a better coach, a better fit. And the funniest thing about it is down the road, a week, maybe two weeks after that coach left, is when all the chatter starts. Oh my God, I'm so glad you got rid of that coach. And I'm so glad. Yeah, they did this and they did that. And they showed up and was like talking about that. Why didn't you all tell me this before? <laughs> like, you know, this would have been. We made all could have saved, yeah, a lot of headache. Sure. And it, it's always like that. And it's, you know, in, in, in this particular case with Mrs. Johnson, yes, I heard all of it after the fact. Oh my God, thank you. You know, yeah. she was ruining my workouts. I'm like, guys. And, and, you know, and honestly, the clients, they don't want to rock the boat. Sure. The good ones, the good sure. ones, the negative Nancy's, they'll rock it all day. Until That's the you, whole you, reason they're there. Until they sink the damn ship. Um, <laughs> and, and so, you know, they, they honestly, you don't hear about it till after a lot of times because your clients are trying to be polite and they don't want to, you know, add extra stress to you and they'll just deal with it. Oh, nah, you know, I'll get through, you know, one of those types of things. And you just, 
you know, you have to have that open door policy. And when I was in that role yep. in my old gym, I always, I left the door open and I said, you know, told every client when I signed them up, I was like, this door is always open to you. If you got anything you want to talk about, you know, your fitness, life, whatever, come on in, sit down. And sometimes that bit me in the, oh, yeah. <laughs> you know, I shot myself in the foot because I couldn't get, you know, the client couldn't get them out of there and they just want to talk for two hours. And I lost, half of what your days were spent. Yeah, yeah, for sure. And, you know, and sometimes that's all right. But honestly, you want that open door policy. You want that, you don't want that two way communication because if, if they're not talking about something, it's something's going on and you just got to know it now and just so you can cut it out. Hey guys, as you know, at Built to Grow, we're all about systems and scalability. And that's why I want to tell you about one of our sponsors, Semi-Private Pro. Several years ago, I was in our gym looking around and I noticed our coaches were staring at their clipboards, struggling to stay one step ahead of the clients. And I thought, gosh, there has to be a better way. So I tasked Zach, our fitness director, and I said, dude, we got to find a software that would enhance our clients' training experience and increase our coaches' levels of engagement. See, we're all about client experience here. After countless demos, we realized there was literally nothing designed for our training model. So we set on a mission and I said, look, we got to create an app that is designed specifically for semi-private training. And I can tell you guys this firsthand, this is taking our training to new heights and I'm confident it can do the same thing for you. See, with Semi-Private Pro, you can streamline your training system, enhance client engagement and scale like never before without spending hours on programming. To learn more about how you can get started with Semi-Private Pro, head on over to special link here, semiprivatepro.com slash BTG, that's built to grow. So just head on over real quick to semiprivatepro.com slash BTG to check out a demo for yourself. Absolutely. And I want to bring up something that it, it kind of encompasses both the trainer side uh, as well as bringing somebody in. Sometimes you have the opportunity when, when you meet with a client up front, up front, and you know that this person isn't necessarily a fit or isn't a fit for your gym, but you took the money anyways. And when you go against your gut, when you go against your better judgment in those situations, it will burn you in the ass every time. Mm-hmm. Um, this is the reason I wanted to bring it up because it encompasses kind of the coach and the client. Firing a, cl- firing a coach is really hard. And right now it's even more difficult than we have, right? Finding new coaches is a difficult um, task right now. Mm-hmm. But whether it be changing your business to accommodate a client coming in the front door or hiring somebody that you know, maybe know isn't the fit for the position, but you did it anyways. Both of those is because you're operating at a place of scarcity. You're so desperate to fill the position that you'll do whatever it takes. You're so desperate for the 300 bucks that that person's gonna give you today that you'll do whatever it takes. That type of consistent behavior will alter, change. You'll never have a culture in your gym. You'll never have a team of people that you believe in can support will be you know behind you Mm -hmm. it's because you you're making a decision from an emotional state every single time yeah and that's a hard thing to call out and so if you feel that right like if people are sitting in front of you and you're willing to cater to do anything to take the money and that's your whole mo like you have to figure out why it's not because you feel like the next person's going to be in that seat in a few minutes or you know there's somebody else to fill the role it's scarcity it's desperation and it's that's a very scary place to operate from. yeah it is it's scarcity you don't know if that next client's going to come in you need the money need we're it. not doing yeah. well you, and you also don't want to lose the sale right there's this uh sales conversion percentage you're always looking at you always want to you know 80 percent sure. or whatever you always want to ch- 
But yes, we've we've done this a lot of times where we've turned people away. We tell them we're not a good fit. Maybe they're we're, they're out of our scope. I mean, if they come in with exactly. a lot of injuries and things like that, we need to outsource them to a, pers- a physical therapist, or you know, or somebody to work on their therapy before we can actually train them. And they do appreciate that. Um, it stings though because a lot of times they're coming in, they're really motivated, and maybe they are a good fit like mentally, but the the physical aspect isn't working either. So yeah, you would have to re, you know reorganize your whole gym. Hey, we can only we'll train you at that two o'clock hour, and we're trying to make concessions to make it work so there's less people, uh, so we can really spend some time with you. And you know, and if, if is that your business? You know what I mean? If that's not the business that you actually provide, you're you know you're yeah. making sacrifices to cater to something that. The ultimate thing about businesses is, you know, scalability and efficiency. I mean, you, we can't, you can't scale a business one like off. that yeah. when everything is, you know, we've got all these one-off things. And that's what a lot of it comes back to Yeah, is it's just, you're, you're breaking your systems to cater to, to one individual's needs. And that's, that's not how you can you efficiently can't. and effectively grow a business. Correct. And, you know, it's, it's easy to say. It's hard to do because, uh, you know, as a gym owner, you, you're always looking for the next client. You're always, you know. When you get there, when you get to a place where you can't, you don't need to take every client on, it's a really good place. So um, grow slowly. Um, you know, one of the things, it's totally off topic, but like in our Facebook groups or our business talk with fitness professionals, guys, if you haven't joined that and you're a gym owner, go ahead and join that on Facebook. Um, we grew that really slow. In fact, mm-hmm. I think we're, we're like equal declines as we are accepted because we wanted that culture in that group to be tight, right? We want gym owners helping gym owners in that mm-hmm. group. And, you know, if they're a trainer and not necessarily a gym owner, we won't let them in. If they're a marketer, of course we won't let them in. If they're, if they're a fitness supplier of some sort, then we won't let them in because they're just trying to poach clients. That's we want to keep the purpose. The, sure. and, and so it's, it's business talk for fitness professionals. And I should say for gym owners, be if I'm being real honest, because that's what we're looking for. And we do screen them before they come in. And yeah, if I go and look at my statistics, we could have 10,000 people in that yep. group, but we, we just, don't, we don't offer it. We don't let them in. And so that's what we're doing. And that's what we're suggesting you do with your gym is not let everybody in the door, make it exclusive, make it uh, a good fit. And you know, if you were to go back and look at your clientele, you've got a dozen or so clients that you want like 50 of those people, like go, go look and seek those types of people versus making concessions to get people in the door. And here's the thing. If you feel bad, not being able to help that individual, well, first of all, your business is not the right business to help that individual have recommendations have businesses that you can refer to you know i'm a big believer that you know there's enough to go around right we we don't i mean while i'm not going to constantly feed my competition my leads (laughs) i'm not going to you know i don't want them to necessarily die tomorrow because i feel like i need all of their business Mm -hmm. there's enough to go around so in the fact of if somebody doesn't fit our business and our needs you should have other people that you know can support them, whether it be a PT or or somebody more specialized that can take on, you know, those needs. Or, or even or if it's just a general, maybe it's just your competitor, or, or maybe it is just another big box gym. Yeah, big, I was gonna say the same thing, theory. or 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 whatever it is they're looking for. They you know they want the cardio equipment, the things that we don't necessarily cater to. Somebody else does. Provide that solution. Here's the thing: you still get that win you still get credit for providing that, that client with a solution to their needs. They might not have known of that place. They might not, maybe you're the professional that educated them all on their needs and they go, oh, okay. Well, it's not necessarily here because that's not what you do, but thank you for that. And you're still getting the win. 
in their and minds. So they, exactly, their and, minds. and that's what matters is you're not turning them away and burning a relationship and hurting that so that's going to spill over. You know, you're still giving them some piece of value to take away with. The, you gave them a win. Yeah, that's and you huge. never know. They may come back. Or, they'll, come back, or yeah. they'll tell their friends. Or they tell, exactly. Like, hey, now I know enough about your business. It might not be for me, but I've got a thousand people that it is. Mm-hmm. I'd much rather have that person on my side than, you know, push them away and not have anything to give them. Yeah. And then have them decide what they want to say about the, you know, the relationship. Yeah. So, I mean, in, in the personal training world and the gyms that we're in, I mean, culture is king. Culture, what do they say? Culture eats strategy for breakfast every that. day. I, yeah. mean, I mean, honestly, it's the truth. We, we need to be more than a place that, that people work out. And so the culture is a big piece of that. It's the energy. It's, it's everything that goes into the, everything other than the workout. Mm-hmm. And so this is part of my uh, presentation tomorrow in the future, uh, <laughs> is you, you have to be more than a place to work out. If you're just, you know, like the minimum expectation of a hotel is beds and, and, you know, a restroom, like, but, but there's, there's other, you know, businesses out there that, you know, excel as a hotel, same thing with gyms, right? You, you just replace the workout, go to a big box gym. That's not mm-hmm. what you do. You're not a workout facility. You're our, our training gym and it, the culture ties into it. In order to get there, you have to protect the energy, the culture, and that goes both ways, firing the coaches, firing the clients, and not accepting everybody that walks in the door. And it goes beyond that, right? Maybe maybe you're, oh, the people walking through your door, and this I think is where some of the conversations came from, like or this the topic, right? Maybe the people catering coming to your door aren't the right fit for your business consistently, then what are you putting out there in your marketing? What are you saying to your marketplace? That's attracting them. That's yeah. attracting that type of individual, right? This is how we problem solve the business. And if, if that's the process of the problem that you have in your onboarding process, that's where you go and look. But ultimately, you know, whether it's, it's happening once they're a member or once they're, you know, been there for a year or six months or whatever it may be, whether it's day one or at the point of consultation, the minute you know that they aren't the right fit for your tribe, that's when you make a decision that they got to go. Not for you. Yep. Cool. And we'll end it on that. So go take a hard look at your business. Go, go fire those clients. That, you know, I'm not saying to go run around fire. You're out, you're out, you're out. Um, just be aware, be aware because if you, if you let it sit too long, you could take the whole ship down. So yeah, protect it. All right. Hashtag growth summit 2022. If you want to follow along, we're going to get right to it. Um, that's it for this episode until next show. Keep changing lives. We'll see you on the next show. Bye. All right. And thank you for listening to that episode of the built to grow podcast, where we help gym owners win. Now, do you want to connect with me and other gym owners online? All you need to do is join our private Facebook group, business talk with fitness professionals. Just head on over to Facebook and type in business talk with fitness professionals. And when you do, We're going to give you our 10 marketing strategies seven-figure gym owners use to win. I look forward to seeing you in the next episode. Until then, keep building something great.